The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Bart. It's going to be a beautiful, another beautiful day. It's been nice. It's been nice out at night. It's been great. Chilly now, 38 degrees, a high today of 67, and there's a little fog here and there, but should be mostly sunny today, and the whole week looks great. Yeah, it's uh, leaf season for sure. The city of Jackson, they begin their leaf pickup next Monday, mm-hmm. so it uh, should be a busy weekend for all those in the city raking leaves. It's, uh, it's been crazy out. We've already done it twice. Yeah, well, they're all down pretty much. Which is nice because yeah. when they wait until the snow comes, it is nasty. So mm-hmm. should be a, uh, yeah, should be a good weekend, hopefully, to rake leaves into the street. With um, tonight's $1.2 billion mm-hmm. Powerball jackpot, it's expected that the Lottery sales today will break records. Well, then all that money going to the schools, the schools should flourish. <laughs> does it really? It says it does. I don't know. In uh, China, did you know they have lotteries in China? No, that's not true. Yes. Yesterday, the winner of a $29.9 million Chinese lottery jackpot, he wore a mascot suit to claim his prize. That's what I would have worn. So nobody, and I mean nobody, would know his identity. The man, identified only as Mr. Lee, told local newspapers he was keeping his jackpot a secret from even his wife and child (laughs) so they wouldn't become rich deadbeats. Really? (laughs) Uh, I don't know how you can win the lottery in China and hide that. I would assume uh, they'll find out who's in that suit. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they don't make you uh, show your face. I know. I'm like surprised. here, yeah. yeah. Go get them. <laughs> Go get them. Yeah, it's nuts. Wow. So, uh, so you're buying a ticket? Well, when it gets up to a billion, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, for sure. Are you? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I will. I think I will buy a ticket. So, today. if one of us isn't here tomorrow, that means one of us is in Lansing claiming our <laughs> prize, and I'll be looking for one of those. How soon would you go and get your uh, claim up? Immediately. 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 Yeah, Yeah. immediately. I mean, if they were closed, then I'd wait until the morning, but I'd probably have that ticket in some type of weird secure thing, and I'd Mm -hmm. sleep in the parking lot of the Michigan State Lottery (laughs) office. I would wait till after January 1, because there's probably so many tax. Ah, Who cares? (laughs) When when you have that much money, it doesn't matter. So uh, I had a little bit of a personal tragedy yesterday. Oh. That belt you got me a couple years ago for Christmas, uh-huh. the one where it swaps all the leathers, yeah. it broke. No. Yeah, so I'm, I'm scrambling for a belt this morning <laughs> because I have not used a belt other than that clip one in the last few years. Well, Found a belt. I don't like the belt, and I need new belts. If you'll recall, that was a belt kit. And it broke. The, ki- the kit? The buckle broke, huh. the actual buckle. 
Yes, it came with two buckles. I lost one buckle a year ago. How so, do you lose a belt buckle? You know, I don't know. <laughs> because you're constantly changing them out. Yeah. So, I don't know. Probably in a parking lot somewhere. Well, I guess I know what I'm getting you for Christmas this year. Yeah, good. That's all I want. Yeah. Is I a didn't belt. know those Anson belts could break. Way to go, Anson Belt Company. Well, I think we should. I mean, it, it lasted quite a bit, so I would think you got your uh, mm -hmm. your money's worth. Um, did you see the Lions traded T.J. Hawkinson? Was the trade deadline? I don't know. Apparently, everyone got traded. So the Lions, um, it was kind of uh, it was a little bit of a surprise they couldn't uh, come to uh, agreement. But the Lions will have five picks in the first sixty-five picks of mm -hmm. the next draft. So I am predicting that the Lions will be in the Super Bowl in 2024 <laughs> against the Buffalo Bills in Las Vegas. I'm predicting the Lions will never be in the Super Probably. Bowl. Probably. Now, yeah, so the Super Bowl this year is in Arizona. In two years, it's in Vegas, and that's just going to, it's oh, going to wow. be the biggest event in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. so. It's And gambling is overtaking sports. In fact, yes. ESPN, long a holdout against gambling. They've taken an interest in DraftKings, and it looks like ESPN is going to get into gambling. Yeah, they are, for which sure. Which is uh, kind of contrary to their corporate parent Disney's stance on gambling. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and you don't want to say too much about the NFL because, you know, if you even heard well, what happened to Pat McAfee yesterday, someone who pays the National Football League um, money to use their images, you don't want to say anything bad about them. No, we could lose our rights. We could lose our rights to say anything we want. Uh, Michigan State, they suspended four more players. Total um, of eight. Total of eight. Now. We've been talking about it. I watched Mel Tucker's press conference. I thought he was a great leader in that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, it, if this type of thing has affected some Michigan players' livelihoods or their status to be able to play next week, then yes, there should be some serious consequences. And I think Michigan State's handling it right. Mm -hmm. uh, suspended until the investigation's over. Those players will have access to academic support and health care, but will not be a part of uh, any team activities until the investigation's complete, which... Could uh, be the whole season. It could be, but I mean, um, I think that's the right thing to do for sure. Will there be any Michigan uh, players no. suspended? No. no, no. They didn't do anything? No. Uh, their penalty is not being in the college football playoff top four first standings released yesterday, even though Michigan, I saw on uh, all the football games over the weekend, every analyst predicted Michigan in the top four, mm -hmm. and they're number five. Yeah, and well, they're number four in the AP. Uh, none of it matters. Michigan and Ohio State will have to play each other. Uh, it's just, just something to watch. Although I was a little bit mad as a fan that Michigan was number five, and then mm -hmm. I caught myself realizing that none of that matters. And I turned the channel to Hulu, to watch, God forbid, the Jerry Falwell Jr. story. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He had quite a Woo! scandal. Quite a scandal? <laughs> Noah was yelling at me for not knowing about it. I did know about it. But I didn't get to hear the version from Giancarlo, the pool boy. And it's juicy. <laughs> it's juicy. I don't think the pool boy's telling the whole story. Oh, I think he's telling the truth. Oh, I think he is, but I think there's more. There's even more. Well, I'm sure there's probably some things that even he's embarrassed to talk about. But more lurid. Yeah, there's more lurid details. Yeah, this. Yeah. All I can tell you, these people are nuts. Mm -hmm. Just nuts. So uh, I would watch it. It will make you feel a lot better about yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, we're less than a week from uh, election day, and already more than 1.1 million ballots in the state of Michigan have turned, been turned in by absentee voters. And we're on pace, according to the Secretary of State, to be over 4 million voters, which would be uh, about a 50% voter turnout. Uh, we really should have uh, closer to 100% voter turnout, folks. But not as many voters expected as in 2018, the last midterm mm -hmm. election. Yes. Uh, do you have those numbers? No. I the, do. Well, total, total in uh, 2018, 4.5 million. Yeah. So in Jackson County in 2018, 55% uh, mm -hmm. of uh, voters turned out. 20, And then in the 2020 general, 65%, which was That's our largest good. turnout mm -hmm. ever. So uh, we'll see what uh, happens. A lot of interesting races. Kathy Schmaltz against Maurice Imhoff. What an interesting story, Maurice. Mm -hmm. uh, all this news comes out about him, and then he stops his candidacy and then gets feedback and reopens it. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of interesting, like, you know, what's going on there. So that'll be an interesting one to follow. Of course, uh, everyone except you and I are running for school board. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot, a lot to get to there. So very, very interesting, but uh, mm -hmm. you have a vote, so vote. Uh, some of the uh, Bart Holly show was used in commercials for both Kathy Schmaltz and Maurice Simhoff without permission. Oh, well, I mean, I don't think that matters. <laughs> and, and I've seen them both. They've both been able to say, can we use your show in my commercial? I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. Nah, I, think it, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, don't think the candidates actually produce those spots themselves. Well, no, we don't. And we don't endorse any candidates. And um, unless candidates, I was running, then we didn't I will tell you, there are candidates who are running that don't really want to be running. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So ask them. Ask them. Yeah, that's great. Remember uh, the big kerfuffle over uh, daylight savings time? The Congress was going to eliminate it. Yes. Uh, apparently, they had better things to do. So this weekend, uh, fall back. What? Mm -hmm. This no. weekend. Yes. No. Yes. It's over. No. Are you serious? I'm serious. This is going to create a problem. <laughs> It didn't go away. Daylight savings time is still with us, and it's not going away. Are you aware soon. of this, Brandon? No, I just found out. Just found out. I thought it was, I've been telling everyone it's gone. No. And that's why not. Halloween was the way it was. Nope. Oh, great. It's not gone. No. Uh, have you heard about the TikTok Kia challenge? I have heard of TikTok, but I've TikTok, never heard of Kia. By the way, the FCC and federal government is going to ban TikTok in the United States, Kia? eventually. What's a Kia? Kia is a car. Oh. You know that guy on TV that says, I want to see ya? Oh, yeah, yeah, Kia. Yeah. So uh, TikTok challenge is, uh, it started in Milwaukee, and apparently you can um, hotwire a car uh, really quickly, <laughs> a Kia car. And so that's what's happening. The so-called Kia Boys Challenge shows how to quickly hotwire the Kia, and encourages viewers to record themselves doing it. And in Detroit, the Detroit Police Department says, it's a big problem. 259 Kias have been stolen. And also the Hyundai, apparently, a similar uh, issue. I remember when uh, LeBron James was uh, working with Kia and they introduced like an elite a luxury model. <laughs> Did you, ever, do you remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah, they did. I don't see too many of them on the road anymore. It's, yeah. No, I have not seen that, but I'm looking forward to logging onto TikTok and watching young people steal cars. Mm -hmm. That should be wonderful. No, should TikTok, be wonderful. TikTok. Let's get to uh, some scores from our friends at Extreme. 
Dodge Jeep Ram. You can uh, get an oil change without an appointment, which is great because that's one less step. No one wants to call to make an appointment. You just show up. Bali Ball Districts, Division One uh, at Battle Creek Lakeview, Jackson Three, Battle Creek Central One, Division Three at David Rice High, Grass Lake Three, East Jackson Zero, Lumen Christi Three, Leslie Zero, and Pittsford ended Jackson Christian season three to zero on their home court. Uh, district tournament for today at Reading. Homer in Hanover and Reading in Jonesville. And uh, Rays is open. It's not Monday, Noah. Uh, Division three at Addison High School. Hudson in Columbia Central and Napoleon in Manchester. So that's on deck. And our uh, high school football game Friday for Avenue Auto will be Manchester at Napoleon. And that game will air at 10.30 Friday night on JTV. Uh, is, uh, was Braden Lape on The Voice this week? I don't know. I don't think he was. He was not, but he's traveling for The Voice this week. Is it uh, Hometowns? I think he's in Nashville. It's not Hometowns. That's a Bachelor. That's American Idol. Oh, okay. Um, uh, who's on the show today? We've got a great show. Mark Bernstein will join us right after this. The morning break. show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Joining us now is Mark Bernstein, attorney, president, managing partner of the Sam Bernstein Law Firm and also a member of the Board of Regents of the University of Michigan. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Bart. It's great to see you. Yeah. It's always, always good to spend time with you. Well, it's great to see you, too, and a belated happy 50th anniversary. I know that was Thank one you. of the victims of the pandemic. You weren't able to really fully celebrate uh, the 50 years of your uh, three-generation firm. So congratulations. Hey, thank you. We, we did a, uh, I was just talking to you before we got on the air about these balloons that are over my, uh, over here, that um, they're about a, we had this, we had this event, it was like six weeks ago, and they're still, they're still, uh, they're most like resilient balloons. We may do an interview like a year from now, they might still be, they might still be here. But I know you're on your 22nd anniversary, which is incredible. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And we want to thank you and the Sam Bernstein Law Firm and your family for being with us uh, practically our, our entire history. Uh, you've been a big supporter of our programming, our high school sports coverage, and so much more, and our community, and we appreciate that very much. We 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 really treasure our relationship with 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 Bart, with you and your whole you and your family, most importantly, but also with JTV and the Jackson community. We've been involved with I can't even remember how long it's been working together on JTV. I remember. Do you remember the show we did behind the badge? Yeah. Uh, remember that? Yeah. That, that was, was a while ago. <laughs> it was. I, I, and you remember we went to um, the police. We we shot some episodes at the police station. And we didn't have a teleprompter. And I don't know if you remember this or not, but we uh, we uh, there were all these whiteboards in this in the in the in the at the where the police you know the yes. main main meeting room. And so we went in and we you know we we started writing this the script up like a you know a poor man's teleprompter kind of thing on these whiteboards. I mean all the way around this room. 
And, uh, and then it turned out that the, the marker I was using was a, was a permanent marker. And, uh, you know, we realized that we had just vandalized, you know, the Jackson Police Department um, uh, doing a television show. But we, uh, I think we ended up buying new whiteboards for everybody. So that was the, be yes, that was the beginning I did, of it. I forgot about that. But yes, it's a true story. <laughs> Mark, it's uh, Andy. Just want to say uh, good morning to you. Thanks for being with us. New, uh, new president, the fifteenth president in the yes. history of uh, the University of Michigan. Uh, what can you tell us about the new president, Santa Ono? So it, it's just a, it's a great day for the University of Michigan. Uh, president Ono, Santa Ono, is 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 uh, off to a to a flying start. Uh, you know, this is a a, a guy who. Um, came from the University of British Columbia, uh, UBC, in uh, Vancouver, Col Vancouver, Canada. Uh, he was president there. He was president before that at University of Cincinnati um, in Ohio. And prior to his head, he just comes with an enormous amount of experience and expertise. But the, the, the most appealing, I think, exciting f feature of his presidency uh, is going to be the focus on our students. And the connection between the university and our students, and our and the university and our state communities like Jackson, um, Santa is um, just cares so deeply, and you can see it, and it's so authentic and uh, and 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 honest. His his connection to students, his enthusiasm for um, the role that higher education and the University of Michigan and Ann Arbor and Dearborn and Flint um, plays in. The lie in the life of our students, and in the and the impact that the university can have um, in our state, from healthcare to athletics to um, research and discovery, he is. I'm just. It's a thrill to have recruited him to to, to serve as our our 15th president, and, I, and I'm just. I think people are going to be absolutely blown away by the work that he does. Yeah, and I know uh, at the University of Michigan, it was uh, what appeared to be a, a very seamless uh, transition. Uh, a fast search and uh, hiring process. So he's already on board and uh, has been there quite a, a few weeks you know, it's, already. It's, it's easy when you've got such a, you know, the, the University of Michigan is ir, re, e, easily the most appealing job in higher education. If you, if you want to be in the big leagues, if you want to be at a research university that has a public impact, there are no institutions, maybe University of California, Berkeley, um, uh, but U of M is just far, far greater in terms of our scope and scale and excellence um, than any other public institution in higher education um, in the United States. Yeah, and so it made recruiting somebody like Santa, you know, relatively easy. Um, and now the job is just to support the work that he does and, and continue the level of excellence that we've been that we've been enjoying. Yeah, and you look at enroll college enrollment in the state of Michigan is down. Uh, dramatically everywhere except the University of Michigan. You've got actually some nine, 10,000 more students today than you had 10 years ago. We got, yeah, last year we got just shy of 90,000 applicants in Ann Arbor, just in Ann Arbor. And it's possible we could get 100,000 applicants in the next year or two, um, which is just astonishing. It's a huge vote of support for the work of the university, the the type of education students can get there, the type of experience that they'll have there as students, and the impact that they can make when they graduate. So 
we're on a roll and the 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 the, the, the goal is just to keep going Mark, tough summer with the uh, passing of Gary Moeller, of course, a uh, mm. longtime uh, coach under Bo and then took over for Bo in 1990 and coached uh, from the, when I was age eight to, to 13. And I got to tell you, um, he sure put some really, really good teams on the field and uh, was a great Michigan man. Yeah, I mean, the, the transition from Bo to Mo was um, also seamless, right? He kind of came from that coaching, right from Bo's coaching tree. Um, and you know, I, I was a student from, uh, on campus from roughly 89 to 97. Um, and so, um, Moeller was, um, not just a, a great coach, um, but, um, really like all the great coaches at the university of Michigan appreciated the role of the university and the role of athletics at the university. Um, in a way that that was both like uh, high integrity, decency, um, and and a focus on 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 student athletes and the role that you know the you know people always say Mo, Mo, Mo used to talk about this that that football was really in, in the athletic, Michigan athletics is kind of the front porch of the university and um, there's a lot of incredible things at the University of Michigan from our you know, Michigan medicine to engineering to you know, the liberal arts and the performing arts and, and um, you know, all of the work that we do in our graduate schools and undergraduate education. But a lot of people um, know the University of Michigan through our sports teams. And 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 what Moeller, I vividly remember how Moeller um, used to never miss an opportunity, I should, to, to highlight the impact that the university makes in our society. And, um, and that was, I think, something that, all of our great coaches, and including our, our, our current coaches, um, embrace. Yeah, Mo maybe was a little ahead of his time with uh, with the way he treated the program and talked about the university, and continued to be uh, carry on as a Michigan man uh, up until yeah. his death. We got to see him a few times at the uh, Alro Steel Golf Outing here in Jackson, and uh, it's cool mm -hmm. to see all those all the coaches together in that brotherhood. It's uh, it's a special thing. Well, you know, you see, you see Lloyd Carr, right, and and the and the 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 intense affection for him from his players, from that in particular that '97 championship team, and the love that they have. It goes both ways um, for their coach and for the or their coach's family is just it's just unbelievable. You know, we just dedicated the tunnel at this at the big house um, and named it after Lloyd Carr. And um, the number of players that, who came to, to, to honor him and celebrate him from far away um, says a lot about him and the impact that he made also. This year, uh, of course, also saw the passing of Al Glick, uh, a true Michigan man who was a big supporter of the university and the university sports programs and a lot yeah. of support here in the, in the Jackson community. But I know uh, a great loss for for the University of Michigan family as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, the the Glick Fieldhouse is just a small part of the impact that that his that that Al and his family have made at the University of Michigan. And you know, I I uh, it's funny. I know he was so connected uh, to the football program through the Fieldhouse and other things. But I I have very fond memories of seeing him sitting courtside at the basketball games. Um, and uh, I think his family still does, and, and it's just a nice connection to that, to, to that history and his legacy. 
Yeah, you'll still see his family in those in those seats. No doubt. Right behind, right behind the, right next to the bench, right. So yeah. when you see Coach Howard, you know, pacing up and down the bench, you know, up and down the side sideline, you see, um, you you always see someone, you see someone from the Glick family. Yeah, I think um, I think when Coach Beeline was there, uh, Al got yep. to call a few plays for him as well. But yeah, just <laughs> just iconic, yeah. iconic family uh, here. At, of course, Jackson and and Ann Arbor. So just awesome what's uh what's new with you guys uh you guys are always out uh taking care of the community uh serving people what's new as we uh kind of wind down 2022 mark you know we've had thank god we've had a great year at our law firm um the firm has never been stronger we're helping people all across the state tons and tons of people in jackson families in jackson that need help um, we've been doing a, a, a great deal of work in the motor vehicle and, and, and motorcycles uh, accident world. It, it just seems, and I don't know if you just see this when you're out on the roads, but you know, people are driving crazy these days and higher speeds, way more distracted driving than we've ever seen. And we thought it was bad before COVID. I don't know if COVID's affecting things, but we're just seeing... Um, Sadly, in a, you know, much more severe accidents, bigger accidents, bigger injuries coming out of these accidents because they're happening at much higher speed. Um, and so we've just been extremely busy um, helping people and their, you know, our clients and their families after these accidents. Um, we've also just we're, we're on the home stretch and the work we're doing representing municipalities in, in the opioid litigation, holding these drug companies that that that, that destroyed many of our communities um, accountable for the costs that they and the, the human costs that they that they kind of um, tragically created um, um, and need to be held responsible for. And that is, you know, we're, we're moving towards the finish line on that litigation um, and putting money in the pockets of back in the pockets really of of, of, of counties and cities across the state. So, um, and, and we're celebrating the 51st year of our firm right now. And so um, emerging as strong as ever from COVID. Um, we have, I would like to say at our firm that we have real grownups who work here. You know, that the average length, it feels a little very family focused, just like JTV, you know, the, um, the average, you know, many of our lawyers have been here for 40 years, 45 years, 48 years. I'm, I'm, I'm a baby here in a lot of ways. Um, and so during COVID, when everybody went remote for a period of time, um, you know, it's hard to do that when you have inexperienced people um, who need to be monitored kind of, and, or, you know, babysitting kind yeah. of. And, and we just didn't need to do that. We've got, we haven't missed a beat. And, I'm just so deeply grateful to everybody at our firm for for getting a, for weathering this really challenging moment and moving on to next year stronger than ever. Yeah, I've had a uh, chance to visit your offices a couple of times, and it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, appears to be a well well run machine, and I'm glad you're able to uh, transition to some remote and uh, some in office uh, yeah. during the pandemic. We appreciate your time with us this morning. It's always great to see you, Mark. Hey, fellas, it's so good to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. I Thank really appreciate it. Thank you, Mark.
The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Welcome back to the Thank side. you. I appreciate that. Where What's on you? the phone? Sorry. Oh. Uh, today's show being brought to you by Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping. You know, fall is a busy time for the folks at Wilcox because this is the time of year a lot of people get those projects done. There are certain things you can do only in the fall and Wilcox can do them. They do uh, landscaping, retaining walls, rock gardens. They do sprinkler systems. Take, you name they'll it. be at my house today at 1230 blowing oh. out the sprinkler system. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping on 127 South in Napoleon. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by the Jackson YMCA. The Party for a Cause is coming up next week, and they've moved it to a Friday night. So that, uh, why is it Friday night? Because uh, so we can party longer. <laughs> yes, some people can party longer, and they'll be partying to 50 Amp Fuse, a very popular uh, Detroit party band. There will be all kinds of prizes, including the wheelbarrow uh, booze. And you'll be helping uh, strong kids, strong communities. The Y's mission, make sure every kid has access to the Y, and you can help. We'd like to now welcome from American One Credit Union, Kelly Greigel and Erica Estell. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're, uh, we're excited to have you guys here because uh, there's a lot going on. Car sale time. Yes. yes. Very exciting. Yep. And you guys get to have it at your own event center. How we cool do. Is that? It's it's awesome, honestly. And I think our staff like it a lot better because the yeah. climate is controlled. Yeah. <laughs> versus yeah. sitting yeah. in the tents. Um, but no, it's really nice and um, it'll be a great opportunity to bring a little bit more of exposure to Keeley Park. Yeah. Um, you know, I know last year it was a, it was a little harder because of the renaming of Keeley Park. Yeah. So hopefully um, this will help to bring bring a little bit more over there. I think there's been so many events there that people are starting to get used to it a little bit more. I agree. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And the old American One Event Center, that's been renamed too. It's now Keeley Center. I mm -hmm. heard that. Yeah. I did. yeah. So further cementing the name Keeley. Now, having the whole park available, does that mean you can get more cars into the sale? We do. We still do the same amount of cars, yeah. um, but the great thing about it is that, um, especially like what happened in our summer sale, um, it was extremely busy, and dealers had to bring more inventory back oh, wow. in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on the first day, <laughs> there was a lot of cars sold, and they they brought they were driving cars in as we were um, opening up the second day. So yeah. they always replenish. They keep things on hand. So Erica, tell us uh, tell us what we can do. I'm sure we can get financed on site. We can test drive. What's What's the, what are the days like for the car sale? Oh, they're awesome. Um, so speaking of test drive, we are also doing a campaign or a fundraiser during that time. So it's called You Drive, um, They Thrive. And so every um, test drive, American One is going to donate $3 to Lights of Love. So you're not only going to be able to purchase a vehicle, you're also going to be able to give back at the same time. Yeah, so awesome. I think that's pretty cool. And that's just a test drive. You don't have to buy it. Right. You can just awesome. test drive and, and give back as well. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, that's a new focus with the ending of the Hidden for Hospice. Yeah. That yeah. fundraiser uh, retired, and uh, all the focus on Lights of Love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And both um, both credit unions are working on this 
this yeah. year. So mm -hmm. yeah. hopefully Exciting. we'll be setting some records. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll yeah. see yeah. how that goes. And you never know if you're uh, really looking for a car until you see the one you want. Too. That's true. So right. That's what, very true. Uh, what dealers do you have that will be out there participating with you guys? Yes, we have Huff, we have Avenue Auto, uh, Jackson Auto, and Seymour Ford Lincoln. Nice. Um, so those four will be out there. Um, we've got some great incentives going on. Of course, uh, sp spin the American One prize wheel, but yes. we're bringing something back this year um, that was taken out for COVID. We're bringing back the cash machine. So oh, that's on the prize yeah. wheel. So you get to step into the cash machine and, and catch some cash um, as a prize. So, and then we also have our weekly, or not weekly, I apologize, our daily drawings. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking local this year. You want to share some information about that? So we'll have $500 gift cards. Oh. Um, you don't have to buy a car. You just show up and enter that drawing, and you can win $500 um, per day. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Who doesn't need that right now, right? Right. Awesome. Wow. Uh, growing up in Vermont, people bought winter cars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you drove them and you didn't care, you know, if yep. you lost them in a snowbank. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the driving was a lot more rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And people wanted to have something a little more sturdy and maybe uh, more snow appropriate. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's typically what the inventory we see in the fall sale that the dealers bring mm -hmm. are cars that are geared more toward, you know, they're all wheel drive or four wheel mm -hmm. drive. Um, more toward the um, the snowy conditions that we're looking to get into, but you know, I mean, with the weather we've had, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's ever coming. Oh, it will. That's okay. Darn it. Do you uh, be working at the car sale and seeing all all the new cars? Um, has it ever triggered you guys to buy a car at the American One car um, sale? I have. I. <laughs> It, it definitely does. Um, yes. I think Erica had a moment this summer <laughs> really? where she, uh, she almost did it. But we do have a lot of employees that yeah. are out shopping. We had a lot of employees that <laughs> bought cars this summer. Um, so, I mean, we have great rates. You can't beat it right yeah. now, starting at 349, um, wow. you know, depending on your credit. So especially with inflation and mm -hmm. rates going up, now's the time to, to get into that vehicle that you are really looking for um, with some great dealers that are going to be out there looking to make a deal. Yeah. Kelly, didn't you sell your RV this year? We bought a new one. Oh, you one. bought an Yeah, RV we this. sold one a few years ago, and oh. then we bought a new one this year, so, and we love it. We're actually going down to the Keys. Oh, wow. Then, Maybe oh, you wow. should buy a little car to tow behind it. I, you know what, I thought that, but. You we, should. A Jeep. Yeah, but oh. I have such a, I have four kids, so I'd have to have something with a third row, and yeah. it just becomes, I gotta wait till I get rid of a couple kids, and they don't come with me. Everyone wants a third row in their car now, and there's a lot of cars yeah. that you don't think have a third row. That's true. Right. Just because they're not advertised, but when you're, uh, you know, when you're out shopping, you definitely mm -hmm. see them, so. Yeah. Very, very popular vehicles. Yep. And there's still a shortage of um, certain cars because of the supply chain issues. So mm -hmm. those used cars will become even more attractive. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of um, a lot of deals that went through in the summer just of some interesting cars that you wouldn't have thought mm -hmm. people would buy. Um, but we're also adding um, UTVs and okay. ATVs to the sale, and we'll have some golf carts there as well. Oh, very mm -hmm. cool. Um, so we're trying to mix it up a little bit and see what else we can we can offer as a one-stop yeah. shop for our members and, you know, in, in new members. Yeah, you guys so. finance more than, uh, you know, just autos. You guys do boats, RVs, yep. yes. everything. we sure do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. You had people driving UTVs and ATVs through your neighborhood on Halloween. I did. Yeah, I That's the thing now, though. <laughs> that yeah. is, I mean, honestly, I totally would do that if mm -hmm. yeah. we had a golf cart. 
That would be the way it's to go. It's better to Me be too. on a golf cart <laughs> driving around than walking. Yes. So, yeah. No, they are popular. It's, they are. Mm -hmm. yeah. If there's certain neighborhoods, they don't let you in and, unless you have a golf cart, I've heard. Oh, my. So. Mm -hmm. but yeah, they great. need lights. They do need lights. Yes, they do need <laughs> lights if they're going to be out at night. What should you bring if you want to be one of the people that actually drive a car off the Killy Park mm -hmm. grounds? Well, we actually have, we really encourage pre-approvals. Yeah. So anybody can stop at our branch or get on our website um, to get pre-approved. We call it the Fast Pass. Mm -hmm. So um, they get pre-approved. Um, all of their paperwork is turned in and they literally show up and pick the car they want and they leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really that so simple. Easy. Very simple process. Um, but at the event itself, we have staff members that are walking around with uh, loan apps that people, if they're you know not sure if they're interested yet, but they walk in the lot and they're like, well, I'd like to get the process started. Yeah. Um, we do that ahead of time for them. So when they do pick out that, that uh, vehicle, they can go right into the tent and see a, a loan officer and take care of it. And one so. of the dates, what are the dates for the car sale this year? Uh, November 16th through the 19th. Oh, so, so we've got a little time to start. To a little time. Plan. Just yes. a little time. Just a little I'm weeks. looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Well, it's, it's always a great time. Yeah. You know, this the summer car sale was a first car sale for Erica and I, yeah. uh, being new to the American <laughs> One team. And we didn't understand. People kept telling us, oh, the camaraderie, and it's, yeah. it's, it's such an amazing time. And we're like, <laughs> what? at a car sale? Yeah. But it really is. And, and it's exciting for the dealers, too, and their yeah. groups. Yeah, and we're actually bringing down, um, we're going to have Q106 come down and do a live broadcast cool. on the 17th. Mm -hmm. um, awesome. So that'll be exciting, get a little bit of pep going a little around. rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. Yep, cool. yep. That'll be fun. Awesome. So. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys at the car sale. Thank yeah, you. well, thank you. Awesome. Kelly Greigel and Erica Estelle from American One. More of the morning show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Today's show is brought to you by How Equipment, located on Lansing Ave. Tool or toy, they have it. A lot of people thought zero-turn mowers. Well, now time to get out the UTVs, ATVs, and plows and snowblowers. Snowblowers, thanks to How Equipment. Snowplowers. Snowplowers. I think that's what that would be a good name for it. <laughs> the 35th annual Jackson Story Fest starts today. Silver Tales happening at Vista Grand Villa at 10 o'clock this morning. And you had to get uh, pre-registered and COVID tested beforehand. So if you were not registered, sorry, it's uh, full. But you can go to the Story Fest showcase on Friday night at Weatherwax Hall at 7 p.m. There you will have storytellers entertaining. And these are storytellers who are starting on Thursday to tell stories in Jackson County Schools. Uh, 12,000 students will be experiencing the 35th year of StoryFest. We'd like to now welcome our next guest on today's morning show from the 308 Brass Rail, Tom Rooney. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, guys. First time here. First time in the morning. Yeah. It's awesome. You, so you do get up early. I do. Yeah. I, got a, I got a four year old. Yeah. Oh, so you do get up early. About 530, 6. Oh, yeah. man. It's crazy. Oh, well, Tom is here to talk about Jackson Commercial yeah. Contractors Association. And you might wonder, why is a restaurant in the JCCA? Well, I've been a member of the JCCA since I had my sewer business. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I transitioned to a handyman business. And then 
you know, uh, when I sold off the sewer business, um, I had grown such good relations that I knew having a restaurant would work out well for me. And during COVID, it did. Uh, I bet a third of the members ordered from us throughout COVID. Uh, Taco Tuesday was big for Wilby Construction. They got 100 tacos every Tuesday for probably the entire summer of oh, that wow. um, to show their guys um, you know, their gratitude for staying on. And also, it was great for us. Uh, Liberty Landfill ordered burgers probably every Wednesday, uh, those $5 burgers, and they fed their staff. And then a number of them gave back when we were feeding the hospital, and they sponsored our uh, brass rail box lunches. And uh, I just couldn't be here without them, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, you've been able to obviously take advantage of some benefits, but you're on the board, you're in charge of membership. Uh, what, uh, what would new members uh, come to find out about the organization, Tom? So I joined the board about, I would say three years ago, and I just got um, voted in for another two years. Uh, the group itself is not made up of only contractors. Mm -hmm. We love to have them, and we do have five main general contractors who run they don't run the group, but they are the people we work for. They are at the top, and then down below you have your subcontractors. And then outside the subcontractors, we have all these service businesses. I think you guys are members. We are. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you guys offer websites. You do my website. Mm -hmm. um, you offer a lot more services than people think. Right. Um, that's not a plug for you, but it's yeah. true. Um, and then down the line, you have you know credit card companies, uh, insurance companies. The radio station's part mm -hmm. of it. We service the contractors. So JCCA would like new members of any type, uh, whether you're a commercial contractor or a subcontractor, whether you sell flooring or, you know, insulation. We, yeah. we all work together, and it's, it's a great group of people, uh, men and women. The group is uh, diversifying as we go. I love to see more ladies in there um, that run businesses, lawyers to, um, you know, almost, you know, we have a very diverse mm -hmm. group. But the, uh, you know, and the mission is, is let's, let's keep as much money local as possible, use local contractors, use local vendors. Let's, let's look out for ourselves. If you spend money locally, it exponentially grows. It gets spent locally. All the way from the top guys down to the employees to buying food at my place. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, a, it's a great way to keep business local. I was at a meeting of the JCCA in the spring where you invited high school students interested mm -hmm. in construction trades to the meeting and you gave them a, uh, a nice surprise. Were you there that day when we all yeah. started? Okay, so uh, we give out two to three scholarships every year, um, generally three, $1,000 scholarships. Uh, well, that night our president, um, Doug, decided to ask if anybody in the group wanted to donate an additional 500, was it 300? I think it was 300. And I think we had 18 or so of us, uh, including myself, offer $300, which gave another five or six scholarships. So we brought in kids from the surrounding areas that are interested in a trade. The rule is this, you have to go to school and you have to stay enrolled for a certain period of time to receive your $1,000 or have a job in the trades, stay employed 90 to 120 days mm -hmm. at that place. And then we will then give you that $1,000, cool. which you could then buy tools with, Fill your gas tank with. Yeah. Either way, you know you get you get that thousand dollars this year. Um, we had some extra cash. I can't remember. I think it's gonna be 
it's definitely three scholarships, but possible five nice. this year offered. So it's, it's great. So um, you can go online to the JCCA website, Jackson Commercial Contractors, and there is an application for students to get on there. And remember, it's nothing wrong with guiding your children to trades rather than college. They both are, uh, are needed. For sure, and uh, high-paying jobs as well. We've we've talked about that over the, over the years as well. So let's talk about the 308 Brass Rail. I've seen uh, you guys have been busy on the weekends. Uh, it's an entertainment spot. It is. It is. It's been um, great. Uh, we have two bands this weekend. We have some classic rock on Friday, and we have country on Saturday. They do some classic rock too. Um, I'm excited about both bands. They're both very talented. Um, we are moving uh, in a direction where. Um, we might not be offering as much entertainment sure. anymore. Uh, the Jackson community wants it, but I think there's a scare right now. People are kind of staying home again. So mm -hmm. uh, after the first of the year, we might be moving to just doing bands twice a month sure. rather than every weekend. Yeah. And so we're going to focus on food. Um, actually, just before I got on here, you were talking to the American One uh, Credit Union, and we were hired by uh, Erica there to do 50 meals for their, nice. I'm guessing, vendors and staff for um, the 19th. Yeah, oh yeah, big car sale day. So they, they hired us yesterday. Um, Brass Rail offers a nice individualized box lunch. And that's why, especially with COVID becoming um, relevant again this fall, I just saw your story fast, you have to get pre-screened. It's getting to the point where you don't want a buffet. You don't want mm -hmm. people to be on top of each other touching everything. So that's what we offer. We offer a customized box lunch, individualized to you. If you have a guy that doesn't like mayo, he doesn't have to have it. So. So each sandwich can be made per person. That is nice that you don't put mayo on stuff on everything. I always hate when that happens. Mm -hmm. when Noah loves it when they put mayo. On <laughs> yeah, because he's gonna get my sandwich. <laughs> and, and and that's what we offer. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, as your businesses, whether it's a contractor business, a board meeting, a vendor, if you need something, you call us. We can give you a, a great options. We have ten different options, and um, if you order five or more meals, they're only eight dollars each. Awesome. Tom, thanks so much, and uh, yeah. continued uh, success and good work in our community. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Tom Rooney from the 308 Brass Rail. We wrap up the show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barrex. Barrex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barrex, empowering data insights. Andy, I know you're a big uh, Disneyland, Disney World. I've been to both, but both. World I do prefer. In Shanghai, they have uh, Shanghai Disneyland, and over the weekend, 400,000 visitors and staff were locked into the park. Amazing. On purpose, because uh, COVID was detected and they needed to test everyone wow. before they would let them go. Wow. That's amazing. There's a new COVID wave sweeping China. Uh, 50,000 people have been infected in the last week. But it's a big country. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, I was at Disney World on New Year's Eve once when the park had to close due to capacity. And I can't imagine how, uh, how they would even begin that screening process. No, I don't know how they do it. Wow, amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Uh, we have the Rec Bowl. Uh, it was exciting. Yes. On Saturday, this past Saturday, and now we'll have it again for you this weekend, the uh, entire rec ball. Yeah, it'll ball. air at uh, <laughs> 10 a.m. and 11.30 this Saturday, so uh, mm -hmm. 
thanks to the Jackson Rec Department. We love partnering with you guys, showing uh, the young athletes highlights. So uh, check that out this weekend, the Rec Bowl. It's the Lions and the Vikings. The Lions and the Vikings, mm -hmm. that's right. What grades are those kids that play in the Rec Bowl? Fifth and sixth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fifth and sixth grade. And uh, before you know it, they're playing high school, high school ball and uh, playing in playoff games on mm -hmm. Friday night. So it goes quick. So yeah. that's awesome. Uh, who's coming up tomorrow, tomorrow on the morning show? Tomorrow on the morning show, Angela Klein, who is uh, the Jackson County Department of Transportation. And when we also have Sarah Benedetto from the Center for Family Health. So we'll have them. Uh, later today, we have JPS Superintendent Jeff Beal, Jennifer Dobbs, and Margot Dever from Jackson College, Northwest School Board candidate Nate Edwards, and we'll have a couple of storytellers from Jackson Story Fest, Larry Castleberry and Judy Seema, along with Rachel Fenningsdorf from the Jackson District Library. Later today, we'll see you then.